what we've got here is failure to communicate. From sunny Southern California, we bring you Meet Bridget, a podcast for building confident communication and female badassery. We spotlight women who have bridged the gaps in their lives by building strong relationships and speaking their teenage dreams into reality. Welcome back to Meet Bridget. We're back again today for another Bridge Etymology. In case you're tuning in for the first time, I'm Asha, the CEO of Bridget, and together with my best friend and Bridget COO, Kashia Rosenberg, I run a confidence and communication platform for teen girls. Etymology is the study of the origin of words and the way in which their meanings have changed throughout history. In our longer episodes, we interview confident women about their formative years. This is Communication in Action. In these shorter episodes, we break down communication itself by studying the deeper meanings behind the words that we choose. Confidence is at the heart of everything that we do at Bridget, and we believe confidence comes from strong communication. And as we get more confident, we get even better at communicating. It's an upward spiral. And we are honored that you're joining us as part of our uplifting community of badass girls and women. And men are welcome too. This is a space for us to take a pause and consider the deeper meaning behind the words that you may have heard hundreds or even thousands of times. We'll be breaking down words to their original meanings and including some compelling stories along the way. Don't you think you ought to do something about expanding your vocabulary? Today, I am coming to you as a parent of a toddler and a newborn who, quite honestly, really doesn't have it all together. In a storm of Google searches on how to get my toddler to stop throwing things for fun, I've explored several theories of discipline. Prior to having kids, my main relationship with the word discipline was through the concept of self-discipline, self-discipline with health and fitness, self-discipline to earn academic degrees, self-discipline to keep working away at something like creating this podcast until it became a reality. But now that I'm in this position of needing to use discipline to help my daughter grow and develop as a responsible and safe little human, it's like I need to learn it all over again. Do I need to be disciplined on discipline? I'm definitely ready to dive deeper into the root origin of the word discipline. Now, we know that discipline is used as a noun and a verb, and that it could refer to a quality that one uses on oneself, or it can be applied to others. According to Merriam-Webster, the first meaning of discipline is self-control, control gained by enforcing obedience, or a prescribed pattern of behavior. The second definition is punishment. This is the definition that comes to mind when we think of those little unruly kids of the world, right? And beyond the call of duty. Ha ha! Those were the days. Discipline. Discipline was a thing. Bill's character. All that sort of thing, you know. But as I look at my daughter's sweet little face, I wonder, is punishing her really the best way to guide her? As I dove deeper into the other meanings of the word and got closer to the original root meanings, this question answered itself. Stay with me. Meaning number three referred to training that corrects, molds, or perfects the mental faculties or moral character. Meaning number four referred to a field of study, as in the discipline of economics or the discipline of psychology. Now, the final meaning of the word discipline as a noun was actually marked in the dictionary as obsolete, meaning it's no longer really in use. That last meaning defined discipline as instruction. That's it, instruction. Sounds a little bit less mean than that punishment definition, right? 
When we look at the definitions of discipline as a verb, the first is to punish or penalize for the sake of enforcing obedience or perfecting moral character. But the second definition of discipline as a verb is to train or develop by instruction and exercise, especially in self-control. Only effort, discipline, loyalty, earn the right to wear the dragon doji. So my takeaway from the dictionary definitions is that our current most common use of the word discipline has a bit of a harsh negative connotation to it, as in to discipline is to punish and correct. However, it seems that some meanings are a little bit more nuanced, and I'm intrigued. So let's dive into the etymology of the word discipline to better understand the original intention of the word. If we go back to the earliest origins, the word started from the Latin word for pupil, discipulus. The root of discipulus is a little uncertain. The Oxford English Dictionary suggests that it could be from dicere, to learn, from a reduplicated form of the Proto-Indo-European root dec, D-E-K, which means to take or accept. That dec root is the foundation for a great number of words, actually. Decency, decorum, document, doctor, dignity, orthodox, dogma, decoration, and more. These words all have different meanings to them, but with a wide lens, we can maybe agree that they all have a sense of acceptance or grace to them. Other scholars, Barnard and Klein specifically, instead believe that discipleus comes from a lost compound, disipere, which means to grasp intellectually or analyze thoroughly. That lost compound is thought to come from dis, that's one we all are familiar with, which means apart, and capere, which means to take hold of. So our two main options for the original, original root of discipline are the ideas of gracious acceptance and taking apart. Discipleus also forms the root of the word disciple. A disciple is one who follows another for the purpose of learning, especially the personal followers of Jesus Christ during his life, the 12 apostles chosen or called to him to be his immediate associates. Now from disciples came the Latin word disciplina, meaning instruction given, teaching, learning, knowledge, or particularly knowledge gained from science or military practices. Discipline makes the strength of armies. It is necessary that superiors obtain from their subordinates immediate obedience without murmuring. Then we saw Old French's discipline, which referred to physical punishment for the sake of learning. This use is primarily applied to religious martyrdom of the time, such as self-flagellation or other suffering for the sake of a higher good. From that source came our English word for discipline, as we defined earlier in the episode. While the word definitely has some harshness to its meaning, Dissecting the roots also revealed that discipline also involves learning, grace, and higher good. As I look at my daughters and consider the next generation, this gives me hope. With further research on discipline, I also learned that there are multiple types of discipline. Preventative discipline involves clearly communicating rules, rewarding good behavior, explaining consequences, and establishing trust with the pupil. Supportive discipline involves warnings, confident reactions, and redirections of disruptive behavior and reminders of those original rules. And only when those two don't work do we need to resort to corrective discipline, where we remove a pupil from a setting or implement consequences. So this bridge etymology was a little long and winding, but if you're like me, maybe you also took away that to discipline, one must have some self-discipline. Teaching and learning is give and take and both positions require a bit of grace. 
We have to take a hit, even suffer a little to learn life's lessons. But hopefully that taking a part of our experiences helps us discover greater good for all. Thank you for joining me for this Bridge Etymology episode. We will see you again next week on Meet Bridget. And that's our show. If you liked what you heard today, please like, subscribe to, follow, and share Meet Bridget with your circle. The best way to help our work here is to rate and review our podcast. We're listening and constantly working to build something helpful for you. Catch you next time. No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Thank you.